Hello, pod fan. And hello, Rachel. Hi. How are you? How are you? Oh, I'm good. You're good? That's good. Yeah, thriving. Thriving. Great. Great. I am also good. My brain feels like mush this week, though. It's just been we're entering busy season for me. Yes. And it's a lot. Just as you exited your busy season, mine begins. Yeah. Funny how that always happens, right? Yeah. Just keeps rolling. Just keeps going for us. Never. It just. Never ending. But it's been good. It just keeps coming. But, you know, other than that, other than that, we're doing we're doing okay. It's Thursday. So tomorrow's Friday. And uh, I'm ready. Also, it's been sunny this week, and I think I am essentially a flower. I'm a houseplant. I was really, really not doing too hot when it was super gray and sad and all that outside. And then it was sunny for four days straight. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was life-changing. Like, my eyes had a hard time adjusting because we had been in darkness for so long that when I know. Like saw the light, I was just like, oh my God, it's so bright. I know. Well, I had a headache over the weekend and I'm like, was that because I'm just not used to seeing the sun? Discuss. Not sure. Not, not sure. sure. I'm sure there's some science behind that. Probably, probably. Cause yes. I was just like, yeah, you know, the days are getting longer. Mm-hmm. It's getting warmer. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Taylor Swift tour season is about to start. It's all great. Yes. By the yeah. time this episode comes out, she will be underway with her eras tour. Yep. I can't wait. <sighs> Me too. Me too. I just like, I don't want to just get too into all the Instagram videos I know that are going to come up, but you know, Glendale, I wish I was there. Yes. Oh my God. To be there on like the first opening night. Mm. That would be epic. That'd, That'd be, be so, so awesome. good. I, I'm not going to lie. I did check for us today the feasibility of that. StubHub ticket prices, a lot better. Uh, yes. Flight prices, no. <laughs> Terrible. No, it was like you could fly there uh, for $500 one way, but to make it a round trip, you have to go business class on the way back. Oh, so shit. I can't tell if just, you know, that's just how flights to phoenix go or if all the canadian swifties were like see you there you know yeah see i feel like a lot of the flights right now to the u.s shows um if you're coming from canada i i bet they're like just waiting to jack up those prices they know they know the canadians are going to descend they really do honestly imagine having that power she goes to a city and the entire city is like "Mm, hotel prices up and the airlines are like flight prices up. Like, yeah, but wild. you better be careful. Like, don't don't screw the the Swifty people because like they'll just take no, you out. It's they crazy. will. They will. It's kind of scary, actually. So, yeah, that's Ooh. a lot of influence, a global mm-hmm. influence as well. Yeah. So everybody, be careful out there. You know, Swifties yes. also don't break your budget, people. No, no. Try to keep uh, like a little bit of sanity mm-hmm. when when you're getting tickets because they are expensive regardless yeah but um make sure you make a budget that's that's all i'm gonna say about that I'm not saying you can't go just make a budget yes don't just look at it and go hmm yes four grand is reasonable yeah four grand is not reasonable no it's not it's like maybe five hours of your life yes yeah yeah five five like four grand is that's four months of rent guys Yes, it is. Think of it in context. So (laughs) that's my soapbox. I'm more just talking to myself. Yes, you have to keep a little bit of control here, Rachel. I know. Did I almost buy us two tickets to Glendale and two flights? Yes. Would I have gone broke because of it? Yes. So I didn't, (laughs) but I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Laura's birthday is soon. (laughs) Oh my God. Laura Laura wants to get front row seats. (laughs) That's that's what Laura would want for her birthday. I can I can just Hear your inner monologue right now. Yeah. 10 grand later. Yeah, 10 grand later. Laura did not need front row seats. <laughs> no, she didn't. Laura decided not to come with me on principle. Yes. Yes. I'd be outraged at you. Mm-hmm. As, as generous of a gift that would be, I'd be absolutely outraged, especially if you spent, you know, $100,000 on that ticket. I don't even have, I've never even seen $100,000. So that would be stupid. Can you imagine? Don't take out a loan 
to go to the concert. Okay, please. I just, I have a feeling maybe someone's tossed that idea around. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay. Don't, don't do it. Like maybe if like you're getting a ticket that like you kind of have to have like $200 balance carried on your credit card for a month. That's different. That's fine. That's 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 different. But don't take like a four, five figure loan out to pay for the ticket. No. Also, we're not talking about Taylor Swift today at all. No, we are totally not. (laughs) Okay. Let's turn this conversation around. Sorry. We've just been like doing our daily stuff of check. Yeah. Um, trying to get anything, just anything. We're we're yeah. pretty like low bar, you know. Yeah. Um, as a friend of mine said, she's just like I she's going to one of the shows in the States and she's like, I don't even know where I'm sitting in here, but I just want to be in the same room as her. And I was like, honestly, that is fair. That is fair. Honestly, I'm just waiting for the right kind of I'm just waiting for the right like intercept, you know? Yes. Of like, can I see and our budget, you know? Exactly. And that, depending on where you are in the stadium, that means different things. That means yes, different it things. It really does. So we're putting the good vibes out there for us, for you, if you also want to go. But Rachel, mm-hmm. let's let's get into our topic okay. here. Okay. <laughs> this is going to just go way off the rails and we're only going to talk about this like scandal of Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. And I'm not leading that as an opening for you to to go off here. So how about I you won't. tell me, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, you know, I'm just going to be boring as hell, but I have my chamomile lemon tea. It's called dream. It's by Tetley. It's delicious. And I'm obsessed with it. And I hope I never become not obsessed with it. Love so. it. And that's a nice, easy one for people to find. So if you're going it down is. the tea aisle of your grocery store, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure most of them are going to have that one. They do. It's a little like bl- light blue can says dream on the front there you go easy as that go to your local fresh coat guys <laughs> fresh coat's where it's at man all the good deals have been like at fresh coat lately they have they also have scene points but that's two episodes ago How- yes i just got a scene points <laughs> card though i'm, I'm so gonna, proud of you i'm gonna start collecting i have no idea if there's anything on there yet but i'm i'm here for it i'm ready Excellent. What are you having for your tea this evening? Uh, so I'm having an herbal tea and this one is called stress reliever. Mm. Yes. And, that sounds uh, much needed. Yes. Yes. Just a nice way to end the day and the week. Um, it's very soothing. It has more of like a green tea mm-hmm. flavor to it without, without having green tea. Um, Cause I am on a non-caffeinated journey at the moment. Uh, so I haven't even been drinking my caffeinated teas. This is like wild for me because mm-hmm. you, you guys know I love a good pu'er tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorites. So um, yeah, this one is like lemongrass, apple bits. I think some uh, St. John's wort in there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, calming. It's, it's a pretty basic tea. There's nothing like too exciting about it, but mm-hmm. um, I like it in the evening. It's just like refreshing almost. Lovely. Lovely. All right. Shall we crack into it before this becomes a Taylor Swift episode? We better or else we're going to be here all night. And uh, as much as our listeners love listening to our episodes, I'm sure they don't have all day. No, no, no. So this episode, we are going to be discussing um, hmm, social media light or like Mm -hmm. social media cleanup. Mm -hmm. Um, We are not really talking about going cold turkey on social media. But if you're feeling like you're spending just a lot of time on Instagram, TikTok, do people still use Snapchat these days? Apparently people do. I don't have it on my phone anymore. Yeah. I never really had Snapchat. That one kind of like skipped me. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's another one? Facebook. If you're a little older, I know the the youngins, they're, they're like, oh, grandma's. Grandma's mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's if you have an Apple phone, or I don't know, maybe even Samsung phones do this, they send you the weekly report uh-huh. of your screen time on social media. And every week it seems to be like your screen usage was up 20% this week from last week. And I'm like, how can that be? I was up 20% from the week before and the week before that. Mm-hmm. Um we are just, you know. 
knowingly addicted to our phones. Mm -hmm. And I find that social media is the huge factor Mm -hmm. in that, right? Because it can just be so mindless. Like if we're bored Mm -hmm. or we're waiting for something, we're like, oh, I'm just going to like open up TikTok, scroll Mm -hmm. and like open up Instagram, do a little scroll. Right. Um, So we just kind of want to bring this episode forward to kind of help yourself, maybe put a few boundaries up there, a couple barriers, just Mm -hmm. to see if you can bring your usage down. If you just feel like you're essentially addicted to your phone. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I can start us off with a big one that I've been doing. Yeah. Go for it. So I don't know if you found this, but when you know, you're, maybe you're taking a brief little moment at work to take a break and you pick up your phone and you go through the rotation of the apps. You go through the Instagram, then you go to the Facebook, then the YouTube, and then the TikTok, and then the banking app for some reason. <laughs> I, uh, the banking app is very exciting. Um, I would say one thing that I've had to start doing because I noticed like, I, I've been pretty good. Like I deleted Snapchat quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. but I just find myself, I go in this pattern of like, okay, I start here, 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 here. And then the cycle starts again until I decide right. to stop. That something I've had to really work on with myself was acknowledge like most recently it was TikTok. I don't interact on TikTok in any way at all. I don't even have an account. I just would get TikTok, the app, because for a period of time, you were sending me TikToks and I wanted to see it. Um, And Taylor Swift had a TikTok for a while or was using TikTok more. So I wanted to see those, but I don't have a presence. I don't post anything. I don't comment on anything. Like I said, I don't have an account. So really I was just like going on there to just numb my brain. Like there was no, it's not like there was any connection and you weren't following anyone in particular. Exactly. Like there was no purpose. Like it was just the for you page, just basically going on the algorithm. And like, because I was a bit disconnected, I noticed when the algorithm would latch onto something with me and try to like steer my interest down a certain road. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not into that. So all this is to say that I've done some work to decide like, okay, which apps do I actually interact on? the only one being Instagram, because I have friends Mm -hmm. who message me there. All right, Instagram, you can stay. These other apps that are just time wasters and I have no connection to like TikTok and Snapchat was one of them where I was basically just a voyeur on those apps, get rid of them. Like there's no, it doesn't serve me in any way to keep this. It's not like I'm actually socially connecting with anybody on them. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to use social media, at least use the one where I'm interacting with people that I care about. Yeah. I really like in the social media light mindset that you are thinking about like, Hey, why am I doing this? Well, it's right in the name. It's social, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's meant to connect us with, um, people we're close to, but also globally Mm -hmm. and with, um, you know, our favorite, uh, people of influence as well, mm-hmm. whether they be famous or, you know, their whole thing is being a social media influencer. It is another way for us to be connected. And especially after the past few years we've gone through with COVID, so many people have lost that connection with, with people. So this has kind of been like a small lifeline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of feel like you're still a part of something. And um for, for me personally, I, you know, had the Instagram account and I also, I also had a TikTok account. I didn't really follow a lot of people. And I did make a few like cat and horse videos just because it was kind of fun. Like I, I really did enjoy jumping on a trend, um, mm-hmm. for the TikTok videos. They, you know, sad, <laughs> it's almost embarrassing. Um, a short, like less than 30 second video. It took me like hours to make because I'm not very proficient in that kind of stuff, <laughs> but I had fun and I thought they were really cute. And, um, you know, it, it was fun to share with like other cat people and horse people. Mm-hmm. But like you, I was just going on there for the mindless scrolling. Like literally I just be sitting 
waiting for something and I just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to go through my routine. Just like you said, you know, start with Instagram, check Facebook, check TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. And the cycle goes again. And it was just like dawning on me, especially when you would sit down, especially after work. This is what really got me is like after work, you know, you're tired. You just want to rest for a little bit. But what I would do is I would go lay on my bed and I would literally scroll Mm -hmm. for like an hour or two Mm -hmm. without even thinking about it. Um, And I was just like, I hate this. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm just like, and not that I'm trying to like be productive, but like I'm not resting either. No. I'm just mindlessly consuming content. And then if you ask me to recall any of it, I can't. Like, I can't I even, even recall the ones that I was looking at two minutes ago, like, yeah, like before like we I, started. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. And um, I really noticed with uh, the the short content, um, my attention span for videos has gotten so short. Like even when you're on um, like reels or TikTok and there's a video that's like a minute long, I keep scrolling. I don't have the patience for it. And that's like Mm -hmm. sad, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't even pay attention to something for a minute. Um, So yeah, I was just getting really sick of all that stuff. So um, I kind of went through a social media cleanup Mm -hmm. and I just kind of thought like, okay, there's so much content. Like I'm, I'm being flooded and like the stuff I'm watching, I'm like, I don't even care about this. Like, I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And um, so how it kind of started is I first went to my settings and I did make my account private. Now I've kind of bounced between a private and public account on and off just for, for various reasons. Um but I made it private and I kind of went through all the settings and I just kind of make sure like, okay, I just want to make sure whoever is following me, you Mm -hmm. know, they're there for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And, um, you can, I believe have people like unfollow you. Yeah. I don't think they like, they're not sent a notification. It's just that if, um, if you're making your account private and you have like companies and, you know, just random people who are following you, you can, you know, block them or just have them unfollow you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was big just because I, I did have my notifications on for when someone did follow me. And cause I did get a lot of like, um, spam accounts mm-hmm. or just like those ones where they follow, you know, 5,000 people, but have no posts. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. And um, two followers so and two followers. Yeah. So I would always just make sure like those are blocked. And then I'd even report them sometimes just cause like, we gotta, we gotta do something about mm-hmm. this. Uh, it's just kind of insane. And then I went through the people I was following and, mm-hmm. you know, if I couldn't recall who they were or if it was a company, um, that I, you know, did not actively buy from or care about, I unfollowed, uh, because I felt like I was always being advertised to, and I wasn't mm-hmm. actually seeing any like friend content, you yeah. know, it was always, and that's how the algorithm works. It pushes the like bigger influencers and bigger companies because they're paying ad revenue mm-hmm. and they're going to put that at the forefront. So you buy more. And I was just tired of that. I was just like, no, I don't, I don't want to follow these companies. Like if I'm going to be on here, I want to see, you know, my friend and see like what is going on with her because that's honestly the only reason why I hang on to social media it's like I would lose touch with a lot of people Mm -hmm. without it and that's kind of the beauty of social media right like uh you don't have to live close to someone anymore to to be in touch so it does Mm -hmm. make it very easy and I just found you know like when there's contests on Instagram and it's just like well you have to follow like these five accounts and comment Mm -hmm. and like and share and that is how I got all these like uh, accounts I followed mm-hmm. and it was endless just because, you know, once upon a time I was just like, oh, well I'll take myself here and I'll follow these accounts and maybe I'll win. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> PSA never, never won. Mm-hmm. Not, not sure if all those are legit, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I unfollowed from those accounts as well. But once I had kind of narrowed down my following, Instagram has changed a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I am kind of focusing on Instagram because that would be the the main um, social media that that I use. And I would get still just a little bit of content from my friends, but the rest was like ads mm-hmm. or because you liked this, we think you'd like this account. It was just always trying to sell me something or just get me to to follow things. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm so tired of this. Like all social media apps now are just like one big ad. That's mm-hmm. really all they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, it's kind of at a point where I do use it for the reels section mm-hmm. because yes. I don't see anything from my friends. But like another thing too, speaking of going through and unfollowing people I don't know if this was like an era for you, but it was for me in university when like kind of like, you know, the explore you like explore you, the (laughs) The explore, the for you explore page. Yes. When like, you know, the meme accounts were starting to become a thing. Like, yeah. In university, like you would just follow meme Mm -hmm. accounts. And that's been something that I've been slowly, you know, weeding my way through. And I've been basing it. I did the same. And so many of the accounts are dead now. Like they haven't posted in years. And I was like, why am I still following this? Yeah. And like, there's just certain ones too that I did keep, like it wasn't a meme account, but like, I don't know if you followed it, but like synchronicity or something. It was like one of those Mm -hmm. like spiritual accounts, whatever. And I liked what they posted for a while, but I just had noticed like a couple weeks ago, like the things they were posting were starting to get like a little weird. Right. And were making me a bit uncomfortable. And I was just like, and it had been, I noticed it had been doing that for a while. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to keep following this essentially spam account. Like it's not yeah. adding anything to my life anymore. I don't actually know when the last time it put up like a Libra horoscope was. Right. So that's what I, it used to do. Like every yeah. week it would put up um, all the horoscopes and it, they were just fun to read. Yeah. So I I got rid of it. And like, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that account, but like, you know, as you're going through, like a lot of accounts, you may notice posting to stories and stuff that like just the content is getting a bit weird and spammy, like kind of like somebody has hacked it. Like you don't have to keep following those accounts. Like I've had some friends that I know their accounts have been hacked and, you know, it's always those like, oh, like, contact me if you want to learn how to make a million dollars in a day through my investment sort of thing. Like just kind of pay attention as those start coming up and like just unfollow those accounts, you know? Yes. Usually, usually your friend is not getting them back. Uh, yeah. I had a cousin lose her account. Oh, that was so sad. A couple years ago. No. And she had like awesome content as well. And like a great following. Um, cause it was kind of like for her, for her own personal business that she was doing it. And then her account got hacked and, um, I think she had made, no, she, I don't think she ever did get it back. Like it was, or if she did, like, it was so far gone now that mm-hmm. she was just like, Hey guys, like if you're still following this, she's like, I got it back, but I like, I'm shutting it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember the, the exact story with that. Um, all that hard work she had put in, all the content gone, mm-hmm. just gone overnight. Yeah. 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 So, you know, just, and also like, it is kind of important too, um, because especially if they've hacked a friend's account, I know this happened to a friend of mine uh, last summer and he was able to get his account back fairly quickly, but they will contact you like through, especially if like you're somebody that keeps in contact pretty frequently through messages, they'll contact you and like, be really careful with that because they can then try to hack your account as well. Mm -hmm. So like, it is important, like either unfollow that account when it's been hacked or like delete all their messages, like just stick, stay away from it, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. It's a chain, right? You know, they get one person and then they get, you know, the next one and it just keeps going and going. And this is how they they get all the accounts. And like, I know for some, um, like huge accounts, I'm pretty sure they hold them for ransom because Mm -hmm. they're worth a lot of money. Like that's someone's livelihood. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't want to be all doom and gloom here, but you have to be so careful when you're like, you're putting yourself out there. And that's like with pictures, with information, um, 
you know, you have to think about your safety first, because once it's out there, that is public. Like, even if you have a private account, you've sent your, um, content to a company Mm -hmm. and essentially, you know, they say they won't, but they can do with it as they please. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cyber attacks are huge globally across the world. And, you know, millions of cyber attacks are launched every day. And even though you kind of feel like, well, I'm just like one person, I'm small, you know, I don't have a following or anything like that. Like what's my account worth? But when you think of all the personal things that you have on that account to you, it's worth a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, I feel like, so we're, we're kind of the generation, you know, we grew up without social media and we kind of saw the effect of it Mm -hmm. as we were entering, you know, our teen years, some really pivotal years and as young adults. So we've kind of had this more gradual process where a lot of kids today, they were born into a world with social media. So Mm -hmm. it's very interesting to see. And um, there's a stat here that around 70% of teens and young adults in the U.S. have a social media addiction. And I think you and I, Rachel, like for periods of time, I think we could definitely raise our hands and count ourselves as having a social media addiction. I'm probably still actively in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get away from it. Yeah. And I, I will be like, um, honest, like I know we were kind of talking about like social media light and cleanup right now, but currently on my phone, like I did delete all of my, um, social media apps Mm -hmm. just because I was getting like so bad. And I was like, this is terrible. I need to, I need to quit. Um, so I've gone cold turkey just for like a a little bit and I miss it a bit mm-hmm. because it's, it's a bit of FOMO, you know, mm-hmm. like I was, I know you and I would exchange reels and, and posts. And then I had like another friend group where we'd also exchange reels. Um, so like that was still so- social connection mm-hmm. and I miss that. And then honestly, this is really sad. There are some companies that I would like watch for new products and deals <laughs> on. And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my God, like I'm just wrapped around their little fingers here. Yeah. Sold things. Um, so as hard as it was, I was just like, you know, I just need to step away. Like I don't need anything. And all the people I talk to, I see almost every day. So like I'll just have a meaningful conversation instead with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need to just like not exchange words, but only likes of like what they send me. Yeah, I get you. Honestly, primarily I'm on there for the Taylor content. Oh, that's, that's the it. only reason I felt okay going off fully because I knew you were still on there. <laughs> like I was really just like putting all my hopes and dreams in, in your um, connection to Instagram still. I've got your back. Can you guys tell we're like a little codependent in some ways? Yeah. Like an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Just when it comes to Instagram and like anything Taylor releases, one of us has to be on just to be, you know, in the know. We would yeah. hate to miss like any tour announcements if it were international day she was coming to Canada I know I've given up hope um (laughs) uh what was I gonna say well I kind of want to touch on um you know not necessarily like you know you kind of went the extreme where you got Mm -hmm. rid of it entirely but I just kind of want to throw out some ways that you know you're still keeping it but you just kind of want to clean things up a bit not so much like just deleting like the spam accounts and stuff but just cleaning it up for your own mental health so for one, if there is anybody that you follow, primarily large social media influencers that make you feel bad about yourself, mm-hmm. whether they're fitness influencers or lifestyle, or, you know, maybe they go on all these nice fancy trips and you just really find yourself falling into comparison, which I struggle with a lot just unfollow them. It's okay. If they're making, if it's making you feel bad, like you don't owe that person anything or that company, anything, just, just let it go and take a break from it. And if one day you want to refollow, then that's fine. And also just like, don't, this is kind of a weird one, but like, don't apply like 
your the worth of your relationships to how often people interact with you on social media. So this is like a really weird one for me, but sometimes like if I'm just feeling like not confident or something and I send a bunch of reels to a friend and they either like don't really respond to them or I see that they open the messages and didn't do anything with it. Like sometimes I would just like feel bad about myself and be like, oh, they must be mad at me. Like, no, they probably just opened their, their messages like I do many times, couldn't watch whatever it was you sent them and then they forgot about it. Like it's kind of, you know, it's a good way to socially connect, but it's also a method of connection that you shouldn't put like hold that much of a candle to because you're not really communicating. No, you're not. And then it's because it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of us have these uh, groups or people who we send things back and forth to. But if you were to scroll back, did you ever have a real conversation? (laughs) You know, it's, it's literally back and forth, put a little heart back and forth, another little heart, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, there's no words being exchanged. It's just videos. Exactly. And, um, I just wanted to go back to, to your point about unfollowing influencers that are making you feel bad and just add to that, that, um, you know, we evolve and we change. So, you know, you might've been watching a type of content when you were younger Mm -hmm. and, you know, you've got a little more life experience or, um, your life is just different and you're just different. That's another good filter to go through to unfollow uh, different accounts mm-hmm. because they just don't apply to you anymore. So like why bog yourself down with all this like unnecessary content, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's just how we get numb and we start to tune it out. But um, I don't know. I just don't think it's good for our social well-being mm-hmm. if we're just constantly being bombarded and subconsciously ignoring it because then what is that doing to us in our real lives. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Honestly, like with social media comparison is the real, it's like the silent killer. <laughs> it is. It is. It's and terrible. I think, and I think in the next few um, years and decades, like we're going to really start seeing the effects of all that because um, now I know COVID was a very challenging time uh, for young children, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, you know, because they've only really interacted, like they sit with their friends and they hang out, but they're all on social media, mm-hmm. you know, they're not out playing or having conversations or anything like that. So I think as great as it is that they got to keep their friends through COVID, mm-hmm. that social interaction, um, it's lacking because, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're not using your words your emotions or anything like that. And I know we've talked about this so many times, but are not involved in facial expressions and body language, you know, the whole human uh, capability of communicating mm-hmm. and you just have it down to words on electronic devices. Um, so much is missing from that. And that's how so many things get misconstrued as well. So, you know, you could think that someone hates you and like, <laughs> They don't. It's just that you can't convey emotion through a text or an Instagram post. Laura, it's because they use a lot of periods when they're writing as opposed to exclamation (laughs) marks. Right. That's the kicker. (laughs) It's traumatizing when people do that. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But, you know, we're just we're just lacking the human expression. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to show in the next few years if like we don't socialize more face to face. I agree. Honestly, yeah, sometimes so. I like that's kind of like my hot take on like remote work is like full blown remote yes. work. I feel like can cause that very same issue because. Yes. Yeah. Like, And actually, this was a conversation I was having with um, with my naturopath in my last appointment because, you know, we and this is kind of off base here but we were talking about habits and eating habits and like the importance of eating a good meal at relatively the same time, because your body loves routine. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I'm in the office, I told him, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a great, I'm 
great on routine when I'm in the office because I have a ritual. You mm-hmm. know, I come, you turn on the computer, I have breakfast, we work for four hours, we have lunch, and like mm-hmm. we have lunch together. You're you're with other people, you're having conversation, mm-hmm. and then you go back to work. And then um, in the evening, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm hungry again. It's time for dinner. So like my body is getting in this rhythm of like knowing what to expect. But when you're working from home, you know, often I would just like skip a meal or like breakfast bled into lunch and then lunch bled into dinner. Mm -hmm. And because like there was no break for that social communication and Mm -hmm you know, you're kind of just left to your own devices. So it's very hard to get in routine. So I know, I know a lot of people love working from home, myself Mm -hmm. included, like it's, it's awesome, but I really did see the value in it when I was just like, Oh, like I see people's faces every day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, we have great conversations. So that's, that's just where like, you know, if you are addicted to social media, um, really try to like talk to people on the phone, Mm-hmm. Or even like video call, I know like that's not really the same, but at least like you're reading someone's face. Mm-hmm. And then of course, like the best thing of all is to be with people in person. Exactly. And connect that way. You know, it's, it's tiered level, right? And mm-hmm. social media interaction is at the very bottom. Accurate. And um, one other thing for me, and I am not good at this. This is a challenge that my boyfriend and I have actually set for ourselves is to not have it be the first thing you do when you wake up, because I have a little anecdote here. So my, (laughs) my lovely boyfriend, God, God bless his soul. He had like a, like a first generation, like galaxy seven phone. Like she was, she was old, like she would die within two hours of being charged. So he like never went on any social media or anything. He was very detached from his phone. And then recently he got a new iPhone and it's like the iPhone 13. So like very new. And I noticed now that he has a more functioning smartphone, he goes on the Instagram to watch those reels. And first of all, I'm like, ha, see, it's the iPhone. It makes you addicted. Just saying. Yes, it but is. We need to go back to the dumb phones. No more yes, smartphones. We, we need to go back to his Galaxy phone that dies within two hours. But I just had noticed that we were falling into this pattern where like when we would wake up, like the alarm would go off and I'd pick up my phone to, you know, turn it off or snooze it or something. And he would pick up his to turn his off. We would just stay looking on the phone. And looking on yep. Instagram or YouTube or something that like it could go 30 minutes before we said good morning or cuddled or gave each other a kiss. And I'm like, that's kind of, excuse my language, really fucked up because yeah, we're lying, it right like you're laying next to a person you love and you haven't even acknowledged them yet. You're both awake beside each other. I know it's horrible. So we decided that we're just setting a challenge for ourselves that like, you know, when we wake up, we don't open up the social media. And the first time we can open it is when we're actually out of bed. Yes. So that's what we're going to try to do. I'll let you know if we're successful, but like, yeah, it was, let it was us, really let us know bad. how that goes for you. Yeah. Yes. Well, and the, and the flip side. So for my boyfriend and I, it was the going to bed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're all very guilty. Like we know we're not supposed to be on our phones <laughs> before bed, but you know, like I'd be scrolling through Instagram and then he's, he's actually not a social media app guy. Like he doesn't have Instagram, Facebook or (laughs) or anything. He is a Reddit guy though. Like Reddit is his thing. Um, Cause that's that's his way of like reading the daily news. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, he has subreddits that he follows and you know, it's like, world news or you know whatever whatever else he he follows hockey news um lots of different stuff mm-hmm. but for us going to bed you know lights are off we're laying next to each other and you know the little blue light right in our faces um mm-hmm. and then you don't realize how late you're staying up till mm-hmm. and reddit is the worst that is a rabbit hole 
central. It is. Yes. And, and I had to take Reddit off because I, I, I like Reddit and I know if like some of our listeners have found us through Reddit, I found myself doom scrolling though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have, because Instagram's a relatively happy place. So is TikTok. I mean, in terms of the algorithm, like I get, I like, I guess I, I have pretty happy content on there, pretty funny content, but on Reddit, you're getting like this wave of all the shit that is yeah. happening. And like you try to follow, um, again, like some subreddits, but it does show you like, Hey, I think you'd like this one. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them are like, Oh, the lost generation of the millennials, like a lot of like sob subreddits, but then you kind of get hooked in because of the title of something. And you're like, Oh, that sounds really interesting. And then all of a sudden you're, you're like 200 comments deep in, Mm -hmm. in a post, um, so yeah, that is why I had to, to get off of Reddit. Mm-hmm. And um, my thing now is I have the freaking Apple news. Oh my God. <laughs> and that is my new scrolling thing. And I'm like, this is, this is, but I, I'm only on there for like a few minutes because I read the headlines and I'm like, this is all boring. I don't want to read this. Like I just yeah. I hate the news. Um, Cause I think a lot of newspapers, like they, they aren't necessarily always out to, to sell the news. Like they're, they're there to like get you to buy mm-hmm. right so they put like these really um controversial titles or just like titles that attract you in but then yeah. you read the article and you're like this is not related to the title at all <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I should probably get rid of the apple news but I have like a free subscription mm. for a couple months so I'm just like okay well at least this gives me something to look at but I get bored yeah. very easily so yeah yeah. yeah. I had like similar to your Reddit thing. That's why I actually got rid of TikTok as well was because, you know, TikTok is very algorithmic based. And like, at least with the theory of how I understand TikTok works is it just shows you like, it doesn't, it never shows you kind of exactly what you would be looking for. You know, it always mm-hmm. just kind of shows you like something close enough or something like way on the opposite to see if it can get your attention you know, and there's a certain things that it changed my view of TikTok where maybe it was like a very, like, maybe it was a very like right-wing political theory that made me very uncomfortable that TikTok would just like send me one or two videos about it. So I would mark it not interested, but then yeah. maybe 20, uh, 20 posts later, it comes up again. And like, I kind of have to kept saying like, not interested, not interested, or, you know, this is like a way more minimal example, but on TikTok, I was just getting a lot of Taylor Swift videos and I started getting a few of people hating on Taylor Swift. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I am clearly not the target market for this. Yes. Yeah. But the thing about that is it's kind of like the, um, uh, all like all publicity is good publicity. And yeah. so I think it likes to throw, like it kind of, it, cause it's very smart. These algorithms, mm-hmm. they know what you like. So they're going to th- throw in the odd absolute opposite mm-hmm. because they want you to react. Right. So if there's a, if they can tell they're like, Oh, this person's like very progressive and left-winged let's throw them this crazy right-winged video. So they'll comment on it and be engaged. Mm-hmm. And then same with the Taylor Swift stuff. Like, oh, this person really likes Taylor Swift. Let's throw in a hate video so mm-hmm. she can get mad and react. Yes. Right? Because it's all about the engagement. They don't care if it's good or bad engagement. 100%. Right? And I whether, think- whether you like comment, they're like, I hate this, you know, or mm-hmm. a comment, I love this. Um, that's still engagement. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Yeah. And like, I think my, my concern with it and why I got rid of it. And like, I, like I said, I was like a voyeur. I did not interact with anything. I was not the person to try to target, (laughs) but just like, I was thinking like, you know, for younger people, maybe teenagers or something that are a certain demographic and like, they might start getting fed these videos that then they react to or something like it just, it just, there's that insidious nature of it where the more attention you give a certain video, the more likely they are to recommend something similar in Mm -hmm. the future that it's just like, I feel like it could be a slippery slope where accidentally you could fall into like a rabbit hole of something you really don't agree with. 
And that's yes. just what the algorithm is feeding you because you may be spent extra time on one video one time because you were commenting that you didn't agree with it. Yeah, know? exactly. So you, yeah, you have to be very careful. And that actually leads really well into a point I want to talk about is, you know, okay, so we, we kind of grew up without camera phones and things being online. All right. Mm-hmm. So you could, you could do dumb stuff and, you know, unless people were there or the gossip mill got going, no one really found out right? Where now it's so easy because like everything is recorded and posted. Um, so it's very hard to like hide if you do silly things in your youth because you're trying to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that this upcoming generation is going to learn, you know, as they enter the workforce or just become ad- adults in, in general, is that that history you kind of need to go through it every once in a while because maybe there's like a picture or a post that you thought was like really funny at the time Mm -hmm. but 10 years later uh it could be very problematic Mm -hmm. so it's important you know if you're if you're out there job hunting because a lot of the uh, like prospective employers they can see your social media like all they have to do is google your name Mm -hmm. and they can see everything So, you know, you should be going through your old content just because it has been around now for, for several years and like maybe just clean up yourself and the things that you have posted over time. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's, it's very easy to paint a picture of who someone is when maybe that's not who they are. Mm -hmm. So you need to be careful and just make sure you're not putting things out there that should be out there. And this, this goes for like, um, I think early on in social media, we were very careless with information that we went, that we would put out there. And now I think a lot of us are a little bit more aware of like putting, you know, your, your license plate, your, your home picture of your home out, um, pictures of yourself actively on holiday. Like we're a little bit more, uh, aware of that, mm-hmm. but you know, in the past we weren't, so, you know, make sure your home address isn't like somewhere deep in, in your old Instagram post because that can be very dangerous for you. Exactly. Safety first. Yeah. Also like safety first people, even though I've never posted anything that like would be remotely controversial or embarrassing, I always am just like, but what if, what if there's right? something that I posted when I was like 13, there, there's nothing, there is nothing. Hey, cancel like, culture. Never I know. know about cancel culture. <laughs> I know. But like, I've convinced myself that like, I don't know, that I, I would have posted something that like one day someone will find and I'll get arrested. Like what, it, what, what would that have been, Rachel? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you never know. But-, but, but my point is, you know, just, just go through your old content and, and definitely see like, you know what? Hey, maybe I don't want this picture of like me at 15 on a beach. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. want that posted anymore. So, you know, take that down. Exactly. Safety yeah. first, guys. Exactly. So those are kind of all my cleanup tips. Rachel, do you have any more? I do not. Okay. Well, I have like a couple of fun social media addiction facts if you want to. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just so we can, you know, all be like, oh, God, self-awareness. Some um, fun addiction facts about social media. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I already told told you guys that around 70% of teens and young adults in the States are addicted to social media. Um, the average person spends an hour and 40 minutes per day on social media. And I know like on TikTok, I had, uh, the timer on there. I don't think I could spend more than two hours, which that is a lot of time. (laughs) Um, and then I'd also have it set for Instagram, but it was so easy just to like, unlock it. Like all you had to do was hit. Okay. And it was just like, okay, enjoy your scrolling. Um, so yeah, that, that's the one that got me the amount of time per day I was on social media. I'm just like, this is sad. Uh, next fun fact is over 50% of Americans age 30 to 49 have a social media addiction. Mm. Um, over 60% of men and over 55% of women are addicted. 
Oh. And uh, just in general, over 33% of the world's population uses social media. So that is a lot of people addicted. Mm-hmm. And um, women do tend to use social media more than men. And they do like to spend more time on social media for men. And I am guilty of this one because I'll be sitting there scrolling and my boyfriend will be like, how are the memes today, Laura? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Ooh, okay. Definitely becoming a problem. If you ask me every day how the memes are. <laughs> um, and then finally women spend an average of 2.08 hours a day on social media where men average one point eight one hours a day. So that's a lot hmm. of time. Yeah. Yeah. You could be doing a lot with that two hours. Yeah. Like playing with your yes. pets. Absolutely. Or like, you know, interacting with people or not doing anything at all. You know, actually mm-hmm. resting, maybe taking a nap, getting your your full night of rest. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, um, so those were harrowing facts to leave with. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) I hope everyone just reflects on on what they've learned in this episode Mm -hmm. and just admit like like it's fine to be on social media and we're not being like you need to get off because like if you're on social media, you're a bad person and you have a problem. No, no. Like we said right at the top of this episode, it is a tool for connecting with other people just recognize if you feel like you're spending too much time on it and you want to break away, it can be a gradual process and you don't have to go cold turkey. 100%. And be safe, friend. Be safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Happy eras to our season. Yes. We hope all of the listeners who went to a Taylor Swift concert enjoyed it Mm -hmm. and we might live vicariously through you. (laughs) Yes, we may. Uh, you can send your Taylor Swift videos to our email, which is tea with Laura Rachel at gmail. Don't tell us about social media addiction. We don't. We don't care about the social media addiction emails. We want to know how the Taylor Swift concert went. You can um, also email yes. us about that. But you know, yes, you email us both. So, yeah, yeah. You can tell us both things. And um, sorry, Rachel, for cutting you off. But that email is tea with Laura Rachel at gmail.com. Yes. And if you would like to leave us a review, you can do so on Apple Podcasts and you can also leave us a rating on Spotify. It just really helps out the show and helps other listeners find us. So please do so. Yes. And definitely share with friends. Mm -hmm. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.